Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. Them other guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget them other folks. Cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He broke and he got the fouls. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation. So they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico. Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you. But I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico. Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Frankie French. Sandy Shade. Elena Torres. This is hey. more Mars than Pickles. Hey. <laughs> We're not in the room together, so everybody just kind of has to decide to speak. More pickles and jars. It's a uh, takeover. Thursday crowd. Thursday crowd. Fucking freeloaders. Y'all don't know. We did this live on Patreon. If y'all would join the Patreon, y'all could see the live shit we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, hear us do it live and come in with everybody else. But hey, fine. Fuck you. Well, you know, on, on Thursday so last week, I posted the video. But, you know, Monday is when we do the chat. The live chat. So if you want to be in. Also, if you want to snitch on us to YouTube for breaking terms of service. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you can do that too. So by the snitched. way, Elena, uh, this this shirt that I got on, I meant this this right here. I noticed that. I noticed that. <laughs> uh, her husband, Josh. Josh got this for me. We were oh, talking about yeah. the, the Grays. The Grays were the Negro or DC's Negro League's team. They were champions. Oh, I love Josh so much. He's so great. Josh and I have been talking about it, and Josh, Josh bought this for me, Negro Leagues. Josh being, Josh being a, uh, a Canadian, yeah. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice <Negro> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Josh. You know, so yeah. Negro League, it's a great fit, too. It's, it's, just it's a really nice shirt. He got, one, he got one for himself, too. You guys should wear a matching. He loves it. it yeah, definitely. Negro yeah. Photo shoot. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those shirts that I don't like to wear it a lot because uh, I don't want to wear it out. So I keep it, you know, I keep it because I don't have to keep washing it, washing it, washing it. Mm-hmm. And then we had a little discussion at one of the last few times at the draft house. We were talking about he and I were going to buy some more. We were talking back and forth, like, which one do you think we should get? So we were literally in the corner like little girls. I was like, which one do you Like think? looking at shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, yeah. He was watching us have a conversation. I'm like, we're talking about shirts. <laughs> shirt? And getting excited. We're like, I think, I think I want this one. This is a nice one. This is a nice team. <laughs> I didn't know that that happened. But. Monarchs. This is a good, this is a nice yeah. <laughs> We were standing by the bar with, with Hennessy in our hand because I bought him a Hennessy. I taught, I introduced Josh to Hennessy. Shut Did he like it? Face. Oh, yeah, he loved it. <laughs> he loved it. A lot happens well, <laughs> when he comes to comedy that I don't know about. <laughs> well, when, you, when you start discussing fashion between two men like that, you got to have a manly drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. One night, she didn't even know he was there. Josh and I had seen each other in the street. We hugged in the street. We were standing out there talking. And then we came yeah. in, and I saw, I was like, hey, Elena, I was just talking to Josh. Josh is here? I was like, yeah. I was yeah. to just come to Draft House and hang out. I'm sitting there, like, waiting to go on stage in the room. Well, I was just talking to Josh. <laughs> Josh, oh, so you didn't know your husband? Yeah, he goes out to dinner with his friend, and he just comes and, like, hangs out with <laughs> comics outside. <laughs> <laughs> same thing with the same thing with Charles with, with Frankie's husband. Except when Charles shows up, it's it's a louder conversation than me and much significantly. There's a lot of that goes on. Let me tell you a real quick Charles and Randolph story. So you tell this story again. Of course I am. <laughs> this is the most old nigga situation that I've ever seen live and in person. In my, in my whole life. So me and uh, Randolph and I got invited with a few other people. Some will remain nameless. One rhymes with Gaywood, but uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Am I going to have to bleep? Do I have to bleep more? 
I, I don't. It's up to you guys. I don't care. Um, I'm a bisexual black woman who's had a hard life. Come for me. Fucking shut me down. Please do it. I don't want to hear that. My mom tried to murder suicide me at eight years old. Come at me, bro. None of that shit. But we get invited to do this cookout. This this cookout. Do comedy at a cookout, right? It's a it's a uh, uh, a birthday party. Okay, it's like a fit. No, wasn't it an anniversary or birthday? It was a birthday party. It was that. It was that cast birthday party. He was. Yeah. It was he was an older five. This is a black family, so yeah. you know shit was live. They literally had it catered Ooh, had, all the way live. All the way. They had a yeah. staff that came around and like brought you food and took your drinks. Like it was amazing. Yeah. So uh beautiful we, out PG County. Very beautiful. beautiful. Very nice. So Randolph and I pull up at the same time. Now, Randolph, unbeknownst to him, Charles and I have been in the car and I'm looking at this Bama dressed in well, but he's just got his beater on, right? And his shirt is hanging on the hook by the door. You know, the, the dry cleaning hook, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, babe, put your shirt on before we get He said, no, I don't want to wrinkle it. And I'm like, oh, you're going to embarrass me in the public putting your shirt on when we get to the people, the good people's house. <laughs> we pull up, Randolph pulls up. Almost <laughs> simultaneously, these two old black gentlemen exit the car both in beaters, pick up their shirts, put them on, and start buttoning them up. See each other and give each other the nod and point. I said, you know what? <laughs> Y'all are just black for no reason. I always do that. You, you, you keep your shirt. I'm, I'm amazed women don't do that. As much as y'all... I mean, you just... We can't break. be on the street in our bras. No, yeah, we can't. Can, I think you could pull that off. Maybe you could maybe do it if you did it quick or if you did it in the car. No, or, there's so much danger. I was going to say, it's way yeah. too dangerous for us. We can't do that. We can't yeah. have our holes open just no. in public. Someone's going to put something in it. Like, it's yeah, such yeah. a... Yeah. <laughs> What's Okay. What's wrong? She don't want to say hi to y'all. Oh, hey, oh. oh, hi. Oh, she's already gone. You usually when I go, like if I if I do a um, if I do a spot like at the improv, I might keep my shirt on because it's not that far of a drive. Mm-hmm. But there have been plenty of times where I've gotten I put my shirt on just standing on the street in DC. Uh, Magoobies, I never put a shirt on. I always have it on the hook. I, I may not even have the shoes I'm going to wear when I go to Magoobie, to say the truth. Now that I will I'll do that. I yeah, might have that them in the back. Do. Yeah, just sitting there with, because I get carry all my shit out. I got my comedy bag, um, which has my notebooks and stuff in it. I might have a, uh, uh, I might have a camera. That's Andy, always a camera. I might have a camera. Uh, definitely I'm carrying a shirt, mm. at least one shirt, maybe two. Depending, hilarious. You know, put all that shit in the car and then drive up there. You know, so if it's warm, I can just go with just a wife beater and I don't have to worry about it. But if it's cold, I'll put like a hoodie on, and I'll put a t-shirt like this underneath it. And usually, I'll get dressed and up dress up. I'll finish dressing in the green room. One time, I was, I don't know if you've you've all made that drive to Magoobies, right? Oh, oh, yeah. I got caught in that fucking. 295 that little alleyway the little one not not the 395 but the but the little country road next to that that yeah the bw parkway that piece mm. of shit man every time i i stopped going on that because every time i go on it i have bad luck every time one time i got on it and uh i was like i'm not gonna make the show i'm not i'm not gonna make the show and then it, all of a sudden it opened up and i got there when i got there the show was going and josh Caderna was the host the show was already going. I, I was texting with Andrew and calling Andrew, which, right. by the way, young, dumb comics, that's a thing you do when you're going to be late. You call the bookers <laughs> yeah. and you tell them that you're going to be late. That's what you do. You know? So I'm calling and I'm talking and got there. I, just, I got dressed in the parking lot. <laughs> I got dressed in the parking lot, walked out of the parking lot and right up on stage. Yes, that I I've done that before, and it not from changing, but or because I was traffic or whatever happened, I got there late and literally ran in. You ready? No, you're next. Okay, and yeah. just run in and out of breath on stage. That's my nightmare. But I did murder. So if anyone, well, I did. I did like <laughs> ten minutes on. I did ten minutes on traffic in the BW Parkway. So <laughs> it was hilarious. Set me up. Set me up nice. 
because Josh kept looking, and I was like, yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, and then just ran up on stage. Some bullshit. I don't know what it is about that BW Parkway, man. I used to take it all the time. When I lived over there, I used to take it all the time. Never bought, you never had a problem. <clears throat> no, I mean, not more than 95. It's about the same. I, I go to 95. I never had a problem on 95. Really? Never. I've never had a problem That's on 95. bananas. It's 295 where I have the problems. I've never had a yeah. problem. Hey! There he is. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> Ooh. Are those Holy cookies shit. for me? No. <laughs> Niggas, it's only three cookies, so they're for me. So y'all are so ethnic. Ugh, <laughs> so ethnic. <laughs> we are just not going to share. <laughs> and do we have any emails today? Uh, we only got a couple. Smattering. We got a comment from a bossy. Um, he said, "Hey man, I fuck with these lives, yo." Thank you, sir. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, amen. Abasi hey, hey, is from, I mean, he lives in Vegas now, but he's from this he's area. He's from here. Oh, nice. And then Raphael left a comment last week. He said that Evander Holyfield versus Tyson first match was a lesson in how to beat Iron Mike. Evander waited for Mike to burn his energy in the first few rounds before letting a gassed out Mike have it. Old Evander is banking on older Mike burning out after one or two rounds and he can finish him. Make the rounds a minute 30 and have them fight on Dana White's Island. They'll have it in Madagascar. Both men have a drink of the Rona Cure before the fight begins, just like Black Panther drinks his herbs. (laughs) Infrared crypto posts on IG are dangerously good. Oh, by the way, he changed subject. Uh, Follow Infrared Crypto on Instagram. He's got a lot of beats up there. So Raphael says, Infrared Crypto posts on IG are dangerously good. Always got me shaking to the beats and admiring his artwork. He deserves influencer level amount of followers. I have not heard one track that has been boring. All fire. I keep forgetting to follow Felt 5, rectifying that immediately. Also with Chris Lambert, I pre-ordered already. Stay safe, everyone. Nice. Chris's album is out. Right. Yeah, you know, we were talking earlier about, uh, was that the only one we had? You had more. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, thank you all for the emails. Thank you, uh, Bossy. Uh, we were talking earlier about... Um, you know what I haven't missed much in, uh, during this time of Rona is uh, comedy. And mm. let, me, let me phrase it the correct way. Um, I miss the stage and audiences. And uh, I miss the stage, audiences, you guys, meaning people that I'm close with. And that's it. You don't miss making the list? <laughs> oh god i missed that yeah you know i don't miss i don't miss anything i was talking talking with my therapist about it yesterday and uh we're zooming by the way with therapy that's how we do it now although they have their own they therapists she was telling me therapists have their own as she was telling me i'm on it therapists have their own site that's a secure right. site oh, okay that's awesome yeah what is mine yeah yeah, so I yeah, you're doing the same thing, right? You just yeah, and then you just you just PayPal the money, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, she just bills my. I don't have to pay for therapy. So you do, oh, that's nice. Oh, you're going through your your ther- oh, good. That's therapy. real nice because mine ain't like that. <laughs> mine ain't like that. Although she keeps she keeps a a log a log of everything. She's like, if you ever get a chance where you can get somebody to go back and pay for this, just we'll backdate it. I'm like that's mm-hmm. good, you know. I was telling her about that, and she was like, well, you're. You're still being creative every – that's my job, first of all. <laughs> that's my job, one of them. Anyway, the one that's holding my ass up right now, that's my job. And we're able to do this. And I'm doing multiple podcasts. And I'm mm-hmm. – so, so, so you're still doing it. Because I was like, I don't know if it, when we start back to the stage, whenever the fuck that is. If, what uh, I've heard, just like inside the industry, the, there's not going to be any – Stand up in the traditional sense. I doubt it for a long while, but even yeah. like in, in in any real sense, it won't happen till yeah. uh, spring of twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's what's That's projected. What it sounds about. That sounds about right. Um, I don't but it know. Mean don't get pushed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I don't know what my act is even going to look like when I get back on a stage. And exactly. she reminded me that when I came back from my, uh, I had a hernia surgery. 
And when I was coming back from that, I injured myself. Um, my body was out of balance and my back was fucking killing me, you know, and I had to stop lifting. I had to stretch and stuff like that. She's like, you just had to build yourself back up. She's like, it's just a muscle. You'll build it back up. It's not gone. You've been doing this for a long time, you know, so you'll build it back up if you choose to. Maybe, but then here's, here's what she said that I found interesting. She was like, maybe you won't choose to though. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, th- maybe that will go into something else for you, you know, mm-hmm. because I haven't felt very like there's, you know, like, oh, all right, that screenplay. I've got some time now. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we all at the beginning of this, we all thought it was going to be like the end of Groundhog Day where he has like 10 new talents. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's a classical Hilarious. pianist now. Right. And it uh, turns right. out it's, it's, it's about, it's the rest of Groundhog Day. Right. But it's not yeah. the we've all improved ourselves right. immensely right. Yeah. by the end. Right. You know. But you know what? I have improved myself in other ways. You know, I'm reading a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm playing. I don't know about you and guitar, Andy, but I'm playing bass a lot. Just, are you? Been, are you good at it? I let's slow down. Give us a little sample. But I'm playing a lot. I'm just playing along with stuff on YouTube doing tutorials on YouTube. I'm playing a lot, a lot more than I ever had been playing a lot more than ever. Sometimes I'll just be sitting around watching TV and I'll be like, you know, let me just go play bass. That used to be my thing when I used to watch football was just guitar in a lap the whole three hours. Right. But now I don't watch football. So, right. Is Andy good at guitar? No. Randolph, <laughs> so I feel like you'll be more critical of yourself. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, we won't play for anybody. I'm play not. I, I'm not like uh, good. I don't. I don't. You know what it is? I've said this before. It's kind of like the way I am with basketball. I'm not fundamentally sound, mm. but I can hit a few shots. You know, right. so <laughs> I don't know music theory. I don't know my way up and down. Like, uh, You're not bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can. I can. Learn you can go a, to a party and impress college girls is what you're saying. Well, yeah, college girls have always liked me though. So, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I can do. I can like a lesson. Here's a lesson on this Led Zeppelin song. I can figure it out. I can play it fairly right. well, slightly sloppy, but not too bad. But I don't know, you know, modes and all the scales and all the theory behind it. Which, you know, there's a million lessons on that too on mm-hmm. YouTube. Which I put. I could say, you know what, half hour day. I'm gonna do that. I haven't. I haven't structured it like that, but I have been playing. Don't, don't structure it. Just do yeah. what I do. Just I'm just sitting around. I'm like, I got nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> Guess mm-hmm. I'll go play. Also, I'm I have nothing during the day. I work from midnight to five. Yeah. So yeah. once I get up, I have nothing going on. I'm just around. So as yeah. Charity knows, music theory is deep. You know, and Charity <laughs> knows it because Charity was a musician in music. Oh, what do you play, Charity? The piano and the saxophone. No. Bitch, I used to play the alto sax. Me too. That's my best. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you say used to, fucking go get yourself an alto sax and just take YouTube lessons. <laughs> I, have a, I have a sax and a guitar. Yeah, just uh, there's so much shit on YouTube, so much good theory on YouTube that there you is. can sit with. I've been doing it, just sitting with bass theory. And mm-hmm. if you if you see some shit that you, if you're watching it and you think this is whack. Just fucking turn it off and find another one. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be something else. I've been playing a lot of piano since I've been home. Hey. Uh, there's nothing to we do. We need to do something musically together, Charity. What the fuck? Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was very aggressive. How no, many collabs? <laughs> How many collabs are you guys going to have? You guys yeah. have... A million. There's <laughs> never enough. There's never enough, Andy. Yeah. So, you know, what's your secret talent? Oof. Right now? Motherhood, I guess. That's what I've been learning during the pandemic. Taking temperatures of babies. Yeah, I didn't realize I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. All I do, I haven't had time for anything. I just, luckily I have my mother-in-law here so I could go work out. All I do is lose baby weight and take care of baby. That's adorable. work schedule with uh, Univision? What's your work? Oh, with with the, uh, with my Mexican company. The problem is, is that with writing stuff is we have to be really careful because a lot of people are like calling and asking for like spec scripts and stuff, but that money is not coming through. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of talks because they don't know when they're going to be able to shoot something, produce something, you know, and everything's on a standstill, especially in Latin America, they're not reporting cases. So a lot of people are quarantined, are quarantining like on their own. It's not necessarily government mandated. 
So it's all over the place. So I'm not doing a lot of work because we have a strict policy because with writing, it's really easy where someone's like, oh, let me see a draft Mm -hmm. and then I'll pay you. And you show them a draft and then your draft is airing someplace two years later and you've seen no money. Mm -hmm. So we have a very strict policy. Like we do not write until we get paid. Okay. We're not really getting paid. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been doing very much writing. I've been doing like, I did some creative little like funny videos for Instagram and stuff, but it's with a new baby and all it's, it's hard to figure. I'm figuring it out. Well, we need so. a drummer. So oh, well. <laughs> we've got a vocalist. <laughs> we got, we got a piano. We got, <laughs> we got, we got guitar and bass. Yeah. guitar. We need a drummer. We got what about a, key? Like a we tambourine, got... a tambourine or a triangle or something like that in the back. That's perfect. Like that I'd, I'd, I'd be really good at. That's perfect. Well, we do have a little three CEO band here, huh? <laughs> I feel like we should have one shitty song. Yeah. Listen, um, there's a couple people I follow on Instagram. There's a saxophonist, Candy Dolfer, uh, a great Swedish saxophonist. She puts together like I think it comes up on Sundays. It'll be a it'll be boxes like this. And mm-hmm. it'll be every they're playing a song and everybody's playing a separate part of the song and then it just merges shit together. Oh my god, I love it! Cool. Technology and they're in their house and there's people singing and um, I was just talking to my man uh, Ted a little while ago. Uh, Ted is a uh, he plays in the Air Force jazz band. I mean his boys have been doing that because they're stuck in the house. He was supposed to be in Finland today. <laughs> he was like I'm supposed to be in wow. Finland, <laughs> you know, playing at a jazz festival. And now he's here. He's like, I can't go. Luckily, he's in the Air Force, so he still has a check coming. But he was like, I can't go play. Right. And his wife's a principal. So they're all tenured, so they're fine. Okay, I was going to say, they all getting, uh, the teachers are getting paid, right? Yeah, they're tenured. My sister-in-law, my sister-in-law is a principal. She's getting paid. Okay, good. You know, because they're all tenured. My brother works for the state of Texas, so he's fine. You know, I'm the one who's fucking out on this island. Me and my wife. My wife hasn't been to work. We've been furloughed since this all since this started. Yeah. And so I'm the only one working here. So and to be honest, I don't know if I wanted to go back <laughs> when those stores open back up. I don't know if I wanted to go back. Yep. I've said when the gym opens up, I, and I don't know if I'm going back. Now, that's only part of my income stream mm-hmm. so I can make it work. You know, at least right now. Right. You know what I mean? If I have to, but I don't know if I want to go back into a gym. Charles works in Fairfax Hospital. I don't want him going back there. No, and he's essential. You do your job from home. You know, they need to let you do that from home until shit is really okay. I, Mm -hmm. I, no, I'm at risk. My mother-in-law lives here and we have a kid. Like, no, I don't. Right. Yeah. How about this? They were just talking yesterday and they were doing school projections and uh, shit like that. So me and Amy were talking. I'm like, are we putting her on a school bus? I'm not doing that. No. Fuck. So what am I supposed to do when it's time for her to go back to school? I don't. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Well, they're saying when school opens up, they're going to be doing some sort of like 10 kids per class model. So does that mean kids are oh, right? How are you going to sustain uh, that? But also, how has that not been a thing that we've been doing already? If we're already overcrowded in classrooms. <laughs> but here's the question, though. So I guess the kids aren't going to all go to school at the same time or days, right? That's how they used to do when schools were segregated. Black kids went <laughs> at a certain time. White kids went at another time. How are they going to divvy that up, though? Well, they can lottery it or whatever. But my or point al- Alphabetical. Yeah, they've done it before. <laughs> they've, they've done it before. You know, put them on a, sca- on a staggered thing. Or some some horse shit like that, or I don't know. I, what we're all waiting on is a vaccine. That's what we're waiting on. Yeah, we're, we're waiting on a vaccine because the the other the other us answer to it is you got to be okay with motherfuckers dying, right. <laughs> getting yeah. sick, and getting dying. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I'm not okay now. I'm zero yeah. now. I'm also, now. there's this notion that because they're, they're saying you know like forty percent of all deaths are nursing homes or whatever, and it's an older person thing, but that's because like stay at home orders are good for everyone, but nursing homes, like that's the right. worst place you can be in a nursing home is home, but right. you're there where all these older people are gathered. And so they say younger people, let's say people twenties through fifties 
younger, you know, aren't getting infected that much and aren't dying that much. It's because they're all, for the most part, staying home. Like they haven't gone out to where people their age gather. Old people are gathering where old people gather. And also in prisons and meatpacking plants where people are gathered of working age, they are getting infected. So people are saying, oh, it's actually not that big a deal. It's like, no, it hasn't been tested yet. Once people start going out and restaurants are full, bars and clubs, gyms, schools, the office is full and then the cafe next to the office fills up at lunch and there's a line out the door. That's what we're going to get a real idea of how it affects people kind of that aren't old yet. The, the people yeah. are still out there working. But the, basing those numbers or reopening on how it's not affecting young people is a kind of a false idea because young people haven't gathered yet where they gather the way right. in prisons, meatpacking yeah. plants and nursing homes, people are forced to gather and look what it's doing there. Well, Indiana, no, we we're meet, we're gathering. Stores are open, yeah. bars are open, restaurants are open, nail salons. Terrifying. That's why you're fifteenth in the nation. <laughs> but we know what's going to happen because you you can look at you can look at projections, which yeah. any good scientist has already. They've looked at projections, and you can look at past at past things that we've seen before. You know, so we know what's going to happen. Anybody who thinks it's not going to happen is living in a fucking fantasy world. They're deluded. They're believing that bullshit, those bullshit narratives. This is 5G. It's a conspiracy. It's this, it's that. They're, they're, They're morons. And they're allowing themselves to believe that bullshit because they want what they want. Right. I want to go get my haircut. I want to go get my nails done. I want to go, you know, whatever the things is that. They're, they're being oppressed by not having. I'll make that. I'll make that even more insidious for you. It's not want what they want. It's I want to be served. Right. Yes. And who do these right. people who are serving them look like? Andy, who do they look like? Uh, I'm going to cover myself up. Not me. <laughs> not me. I want to be served. You right. know, I want to be served. Mm-hmm. Even light skinned ass Elena. Your name is Torres, so <laughs> get in that service line. <laughs> well, this quarantine keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that service line. So my wife was just talking to Elena's her. At home, Elena's at home like, oh, shit. My white girl's wearing off. <laughs> my mask is falling. I got some roots happening. Ooh, look at them nails. God. Yeah, my bad bitch slid off a while ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know I keep this sparkly. What is happening yeah. right now? <laughs> You know, my wife I, was talking about my wife's hairdresser is like uh, she said she was texting with him today and she was like, you can come to the house. He has it. He said his shit. Well, here's what he did. It's, I'm like, no, he said his shit up on the balcony. Like, he, yeah, you go outside on the balcony. You both wear masks. You and then he cuts your hair. But you were on. He won't even let you in his house to cut his to cut hair. You How know? many people is he coming into contact with? That's the thing. It's like, well, that's the thing. It's like he makes everybody, everybody has to wear a mask. He's like, you can't be in here with not having a mask on. Listen, mm-hmm. the mask is the big thing. That's what mm-hmm. makes me maddest about everything. It's like that mask is a big thing. When I looked at those projections and they were like, if just 80% of the population wore masks, we'd be fine right now. But no one's going to do Have you seen the videos of people feeling infringed upon and coughing in people's faces because they're yeah. like, I'm telling you right now. I'll put the three GO bail money together because I swear on everything (laughs) I love that is sacred and holy. You cough, sneeze in my direction, fisticuffs. We are going to fisticuffs. I am going to beat the shit out of you because I feel like you're trying to murder me. You are. That's what I'm feeling. You hurt me. It's an adult. Yeah, I'll punch you. Lady in London that got. But she was the station worker and she got yes. coughed on and she died from it. Yeah. Yes. She got coughed on. She got coughed on. Five days later, she was in the hospital and dead. Yeah, yeah. no, I am unleashing a flurry of yeah. fist bullets to I your face. You come over to me with the coughing and the bullshit. I've told people to back up off me. I've told more than one person that you need to back up, man. That's usually what I say. Hey, you need to back up. <laughs> you need to back up. I say that a lot. I say in the grocery store, I say, I'm like, you need to back up. Back up. Look, I was in, I was in line at the deli, and uh, me and me and Charles were were first, and uh, this this white lady and her husband come up, and he's standing back. She walks literally right up on me. 
And I turned around, I said, um, excuse me, can you back up? Yeah, you she said, what? Up. I said, back the fuck up. I'm gonna need my six feet. And yeah. she goes, well, you don't have to be so rude. I said, and you don't need to infringe on my personal oh, space. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay? <laughs> you don't even know me. Why do you want to be this close to me? Back the fuck up. Yeah. And before she got to open her mouth again, her very embarrassed husband grabs her by the arm like, if you don't get your white ass, like, she was not <laughs> happy with her even a little bit. That's how I feel when I, when I run. Like, I'm running outside. I go way out of my way to stay away from people. I run out in the street. I yeah. run up on lawns. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a trail that I like to run here, and I'm like, can I keep running this trail? Because motherfuckers just be like this. Even like trails here have like two sides. Like, mm-hmm. stay your ass on that side. You right. know what it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or how about the people that just just stop? <laughs> like, you're trying to get somewhere. The motherfuckers just are just stop. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? You know what it is. Why are you yeah. just standing in the way, dog? Move your ass over. You can't do that, man. You can't do that. Everybody's trying to keep distance from each other, and here you come. You know. Mm-hmm. Fuck I don't here. understand what the aversion is to compliance because they don't like to be told what to do, but they want to tell everybody else what yeah. to do. Right. Thank okay. you, Charity. Thank you, Charity. Thank but you. I thought we were exempt from the rules. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, we make the rules. Right. right. <laughs> you got to live by these rules, man. You you got to live by these rules. by them. Like, like, like this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. That's the worst. You know how many people I've told, put it over your nose? I've told people that. Put it did, over your nose. You know? Did you did you see that video of that, of that, I think it was on Twitter that I saw, that woman who cut out the mouth hole? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Take your mask off. Yeah. It's not a problem. Yeah. She yeah, cut she, it out because she couldn't breathe. Yeah. So yeah. she cut out a little hole right Take in front of her mouth. It's not, a, it's not doing any good. It's done now. Yeah. Ma'am. It's you broken. know what I do broken. is I tell young people when I see them, like particularly young black kids, because I see a lot of them around here coming from T.C. Williams. Um, I saw a family. It was like a woman and her two kids and the boy had his shit down here. I told him, I said, put your shit up here. Put it mm-hmm. up here. And the mother goes, yeah, that's right. Put it. I was like, yeah, get it, mama. <laughs> <laughs> get it. <laughs> I said, put it, put it up here, man. You know, I told you just bagger Vance that kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put it up, here. <laughs> up here. Don't fuck around with this. Don't fuck around with this. I can kind of let a young person go because they're young and stupid. Mm-hmm. So I talk to them like they're young and stupid. I can't let an adult go. No, because no, you're too old to be that fucking dumb. Right. Yeah. Right. You're, you're selfish. You're fucking selfish. Right. Right. I have the right. I can do what I want. Yeah, you can, but should you? Yeah. 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 Should what you though? Know? I could go out and shoot somebody if I felt like it. I could, but should I do that? Right. It's, it's, and there'll be consequences. There's always consequences. You can do it, but right. the consequences is someone's gonna die. Right. Don't worry right. though. Our president's gonna save us. Our president is going to keep no. us safe. Our president is going to say the rubber meets the road. That's right. You know what? Here's something I thought about, and I thought about Elizabeth a lot, Andy. Uh, I say I think about Elizabeth a lot. Don't just listen. <laughs> what are you saying right now? Now the truth comes out. Like come out right. Um, I want to get tested for antibodies to see if I've had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. That. Particularly working in the gym, there's been times. There was times leading up to this where I was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well, know, because every everybody was getting sick. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And I remember. Th- I remember thinking, like, I had a flu shot. What the fuck do I have? Mm-hmm. Me too. But I, I still, got sick in January. I, but here's the thing: is I still drug my ass up to the gym. You know, because I was like, I'll shake it. Yeah, you didn't well, know. Uh-huh. You know, it's not a big deal. I'll shake it. You know, but I remember thinking distinctly, God, I had a flu shot. I have to get a flu shot to go see my father-in-law because we went home for Christmas. And to go be around my father-in-law, I have to have a flu shot. Mm. So ain't no bullshit about get a flu shot. No, I have to get a flu shot or I can't go see him. Mm-hmm. You know? So later on when I got sick, I was like, well, what the fuck is this? I got I had a flu shot. Oh, well, I guess the flu yeah. shot ain't stopping this shit. And then I got better. Yeah. You no, know, and I think about Elizabeth. <laughs> think about Elizabeth because you said she had like a cough for a while. She had a respiratory situation. Right. And she had a fever for a couple, two, three days. 
it was a pretty high fever for like one of those days. And then she didn't get a flu shot this year. She normally does. Right. But she took a, she went to the clinic and they tested her for flu and it came back negative because she normally gets a flu shot. But they said tests for flu come back negative. Sometimes it's a false negative. We're going to give you Tamiflu and take Mm -hmm. Tamiflu and all that. Mm -hmm. So, but at the end, after a few days of a fever that went away, but she had all the aches and things that go along with it. But then she just had this cough for like two or three weeks, a really bad cough. And the doctor gave her bronchitis medication. He tried a different one and eventually like it went away, but it could have just been bronchitis, obviously. Yeah. It that's was definitely that's like, when was that? Mid January. We, we left, mm. we took a trip to Vegas on January 11th <laughs> and she was sick. Where the public is. She was, well, I mean, but the thing is no one in her office got sick and I didn't get sick. So I don't know what she had, but mm-hmm. the week leading up to that trip, she was sick. And to the point where like, if it was one more day of fever, we were going to probably cancel the trip. And it, finally the fever broke and then the cough didn't get too bad until maybe we were in Vegas for three days. So maybe like when we got back, the cough got worse, but let's say January 11th or January 7th or something like that is when she got sick. Yeah. See, that's why I'm, I'm, but no one around her got sick. I'd like to know, you know what I mean? Particularly, look, if I got antibodies, take my blood and do whatever you, whatever you think. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I have anybody's in me, but I know I was sick for a while, you know, I was, like, back in December. Huh? I was sick for like two weeks back in December. So you were sick too, you know, and, and when you go back and you look at the symptoms, you're like, well, oh yeah, this is shit I had, you know, they're like tired, body fatigue. I'm like, well, I'm sore a lot anyway from working out. So I don't, I never know. Right. Is, is this just normal or is this just something else? Or I don't know. But it was different than workout sore. It was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like radiating ache. My friend's wife has it right now. She's six months pregnant. So she oh, can't God. take God. a lot of the medication they would oh, give you. She fuck. can't take. So yeah. she's yeah. just taking Tylenol. But he told me, and I actually need to email him to find out like an update. But basically, she was just miserable laying in bed all day. But part of that was because if she ever tried tries to get up and do anything she starts coughing violently violently and having trouble breathing so the only comfort is laying in bed so that's what she was kind of stuck doing for but then the the big thing now that i don't know if this is true this may just be anecdotal is that a big part of, of of not letting it progress on you is forcing yourself up out right and to move forcing movement forcing movement don't just lay there and let it just i don't know is that letting it burn through your metabolism, uh, helping it burn out? I don't know. Just let it run down into the body because once it gets into your lungs, that's when the problem, the problem is. Yeah. Right. So to get up, move around, keep moving, you're going to feel tired. But And then she's pregnant, so that's... Well, also, I mean, but they were also doing... They hadn't been out in six weeks or more. They would order... They ordered takeout a few times. They, I think, had groceries delivered. And she had gone into the office part-time for a little while. So... Well, question is, I mean, but she had just like I go to my office every day right now and I, I interact with like nobody there. So, cause no one, almost no one's in there. So she limited her contact. Andy never interacts with anyone. So, but, but you limit your interactions. Like you do it, you yeah. do as good as job as you can with that. And she still got it. And so, you know, I, I haven't heard the update. I think my friend was going to get tested himself. Oh, he's, he's got it. <laughs> and his mother was going to get tested because his mother moved in with them. Oh. And she's like in her 70s. But it's a nightmare. This is I gotta, a nightmare. Yeah, he should have the results by now. But it's like one of those things where it's like we did everything we were supposed to do. Trump and she a- still has it. Yeah. You know? It is yeah. true. I, I have a friend who got it, who yeah. was pregnant, who was pregnant. And she had all the symptoms and was really sick and got everyone in her house tested, including her two other kids. And her father, who's in his late seventies, and they all tested positive. No mm. symptoms except oh, wow. for her. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you're carrying the shit around and you hope that it clears. Mm-hmm. What if it doesn't? You know? Mm-hmm. But at least if you start symptoms, you know, so they can treat take the shit seriously, unlike how they've been doing black people in every fucking town in this country, where they don't take you seriously. Black people like that in general. Send you home. Virus or not. 
send you right. home with some Tylenol and then you die in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rather than taking the shit seriously. That's what happened to my mother. She had a blood clot in her lungs. You're going to take her seriously? Her, no, yeah. sent her home. And then she slipped into a coma. We obviously, you know, and then she yeah. died like two weeks later. You know the Serena Williams yeah. story, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when she gave birth. Yeah. 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 But that's it. Here's the thing is that everybody was like, I can't believe that happened. And everybody black was like, Oh, <laughs> I had a lump. They sent me home, and they were like, "Just keep an eye on it. It'll be fine." Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Both breasts gone later. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Exactly. I'm like, y'all should have. Uh, you know, it's they don't listen to you. And Charity's light skin as hell. You think that would have got her something? Nope. Mm -mm. nope. Well, black people, too much black girl attitude. Too much black, black girl attitude. Black I'm, I'm, I'm being washed out by this light right now. Don't let <laughs> light skin. I look lighter than Elena right now. That's not you right. Look than yeah, you look lighter than Elena. Elena didn't grow up in this country, so she don't she don't know the fucking ins and outs of this bullshit. I'm learning. It's fucking and being disappointed by every turn, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm learning. It's it's I, it's so unbelievable. And you present as well because we were San Antonio. A lot of what you would get is, uh, well, what are you? You get a yeah. lot of that because they want to play because you present as white. Right. And I know a lot of girls growing up who they be your complexion, and then they got a sister Frankie's complexion. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> And then the sister who's Frankie's complexion gets that bullshit from her own family. Yeah, yes, for sure. I used to date a girl like that. The crazy thing, the crazy thing is I hear the stuff, and this would happen to me because I would come to the US over the summers, you know, because my, my mom's American, my grandparents lived in California. So I hear the stuff that white people say when people of color aren't around. Yeah. And that family's white. That yeah yeah, yeah that I hear it yeah that's crazy. JL JL Kovan talks about that a lot. He hears a lot of that. Too. Yeah, that's that stuff is like. I'm trying I, to I'm trying to get my daughter ready for that. Yeah, my sisters' kids are biracial, and they're very fair. They look they if you didn't know, you would assume they were white or mm -hmm. something else. Anyway, people would stop her all the time when it was her and her girls out at the grocery store or wherever. Oh, are you the nanny? Those kids are so cute. <gasps> Bitch, what the fuck did you just say? Oh, God. My wife's friends get that a lot. Um, Carolyn, she's she's from Tanzania, which means she's from the motherland. And uh, right. her husband is white. And uh, when she's out with the kids, she gets it. Are you the yeah. It's always the nanny. You get it. Right? Well, I don't thought they say anything to you, but. <laughs> it's always, yes, my mom if I was adopted. Mm. Yeah, I, so, I had the same. We had the same face. I look right. like. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what people when people see me with my something so personal. Well, people see me with my daughter, and they uh, I used to get that a lot, like out of Target or something. People would look at like I stole her or some shit like that. I'm like, my God, we don't look a. Let me say it like this: We don't look like if you see her and her mother together, you're like, oh, "That's definitely her daughter." But if you see me and her together, you're like, "Oh yeah, that's her." I mean, I don't know why people don't seem to see it. Well, plus, like, also, she doesn't act like she's been stolen. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? like, stolen kids don't call the 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 thief dad. Yeah, you know, she's wrapped herself. She's wrapped herself around my legs, which she still does at 12 years old. I mean, what do you think is happening here? Yeah. You know, walking around holding my hand at all times, looking at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> she don't want to be bothered with you, you know. Yeah. Did you see the, the pastor in Cameroon who claimed he had a cure for coronavirus and then he yeah, died he from it? Dead than a motherfucker. Dead than a motherfucker. I guess, though. So, to his credit, he doesn't have it anymore. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. pastor who claimed to cure coronavirus with faith dies Whoa. of coronavirus. Uh, pastor and former presidential candidate in Cameroon who claimed he had cured coronavirus via laying hands has reportedly died of the infection. Franklin Endefor died on Saturday at the age of 39. The authorities had, had to use force to enter his residence because of his followers who believed he was a prophet, had blocked entry as they prayed for his resurrection. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Uh, this is a pastor that's been laying hands on the sick and claiming that he cures COVID-19. One of his followers said, if you, the person that claims that you're curing COVID-19, you're dead. What about the fellow people that were affected by COVID-19? Now that he's dead, I don't know how people that he was laying hands on will be healed. Oh, he was giving them coronavirus. That's what <laughs> laying hands does. People are, why are people so dumb? Did Seriously. You, they wouldn't let him take the, did, did that say how they wouldn't let him take the body out? Yeah, they were barricading the door. Yeah. yeah. You can't have him. Like, keep him. That's what I was saying. Right. Okay, you got it. You got it. But I need you to stay in there with him. Don't don't come out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> don't come out of here. You just stay your ass in there, and whatever happens, happens. The police had to tear gas the crowd. I'm sure. <laughs> to remove the corpse for wow. quick burial. Jesus. <laughs> wow. That's why I didn't expect <laughs> I'm of the I'm of the mindset of let the stupid take care of themselves. You know That's what? Y'all want to with that. The problem is that, is that stupid gets us sick. That's the problem. Right. That's the right. only problem with this. That's the only problem. If it was just these evangelicals want to go to church, I'd be like, well, fucking let them. I don't give a shit. Oh, well, right. the same grocery store. They get right, exactly. But then I need, yeah. Then I need to go to the store. <coughs> What we need that, is what we need that, is. Oh, no, I just swallowed wrong. I just swallowed wrong. I, I know I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> what we need is if when you catch the virus, you get a big C on your forehead. Like yes, yeah, on your forehead. Mm-hmm. That would be so good. Like a C would just appear. Like like then, the virus caused a C to appear on your forehead. Then we would know. We'd just be like, well, you just stay the fuck over there, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stay the fuck over there. You know. Then I'd be like, well, go to the fucking church. I don't care. Go. Go. I might have a lock-in until this is over. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The church lock-in. You You have a lock-in. Yeah, there you go. So much sexual shenanigans happen at the church lock-in. Oh, my God. So many. Did you did y'all do that in Indiana? The church lock in. Oh, lock ins. I was like, y'all want a whole bunch of teenagers to spend the night together. That's what they had us do. The and you wonder why Ashley is pregnant. The church locked in. It was so, it was just so much debauchery. <laughs> just so much. Elena, y'all do the church lock in? Y'all know about that. No, no. To, I mean, I come from Catholic Latin America. Very it's different. Lock in it. Yeah. I'm, I'm Muslim, so we didn't, we didn't do that. Evangelical or non denominational Christian children from church. Uh, they, uh, you, you get to the lock in at like, say, Eight. Eight, yeah. Play games. Y'all play games. Have a dance. Dance. There's a lot of Christian side hugging. Okay. (laughs) It's called a lock-in because you're locked in there until the the morning. You stay overnight. You all set up your sleeping bags. In the the gymnasium. In the gym, you know, you set up your sleeping bags by each other. And then good night, kids. So, now, I have been to a lock-in. Oh, my sexual debauchery. It wasn't a church lock-in, but I accidentally, well, I intentionally went to a gay club, an after-hours party in L.A. right on sunset, and I didn't realize, they kept announcing, the lock-in begins at midnight. If you don't leave, you're in for the night. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah, I'm trying to dance all night. And they were like, just remember, once we lock the doors, you can't leave. And it's a, it was a club for gay men. So I'm like, this is my oh. safe space. Girl, girl, girl. At, this, was, this was my safe space where I could go dance, be free. And no one would hit on me. Like, it would be no bullshit. And all my gay brothers would watch out for me. And I could go home mm-hmm. safe. And everything was cool. Well, midnight came. They locked the doors. They and this went into butts. And faces yep. went into <laughs> buttholes. And... Yep. This were going places and oh. I to the point where they were laughing so hard at my reaction. They were like, girl, we're gonna let you out. I was like, oh, I know you are. <laughs> I can't handle this. Now what I signed up for. It would have been it would have been yeah. funny if you just like unrolled a sleeping bag and laid down and went to sleep. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. This All is what happened in church. Yeah, this was a thing I didn't know that happened until that evening. And I was like, I'm I let me the fuck out. I yeah. am cool. Love is love. 
but love me enough to let me go. Set me free. <laughs> Do you see what you missed yeah. in Mexico? Do you see what you missed? Well, I have, when I lived in LA, you know, I went with one of my best friends. Cause oh, we went to a straight, we went to a straight club for, for the night and, and in LA, everything closes at two o'clock in the morning. I think they changed that now, but when I lived there, everything closes at two o'clock in the morning. So there's a lot of after parties and stuff. And so he was like, listen, we're going to go to my after party. I went to your straight nightclub. Now we're going to go to my after party. I was like, that's fine. So I went to a Dixon gay. It's going to be dicks and asses. So I went to a gay after party. And, you know, I always, I always went to gay clubs and whatever, but, and it's great. It's so fun at this after party, I have never felt more unwelcome. <laughs> they yelled fish when you walked in the door. Yeah, they, they did not. I got so many looks like, bitch, get out of here. Like, it was a woman with the vagina. Yeah, they were, like, they were like, listen, it's fine at the club, but at this? Yeah, this is not for you. Yeah, this is not for you. I was there for maybe 15 minutes, and I was like, I told my friend, I was like, you have fun. Yeah, I, I think I should leave. And he was like, yeah, probably. See ya. <laughs> I, you're getting in the way of my fun. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, you can go. Hilarious. I've been to church lock-ins. It's, it's just as debaucherous. Andy, what is your lock-in story? Uh, <clears throat> so, no, I don't have, uh, I've never been to church, first of all. You're um, lucky. I was about to say, <laughs> I've had sex in gymnasiums uh, at least three dozen times. But no, that's not true. I've never, never in a gym. Um, no, the only lock-in I've ever had was our fucking high school post-graduation. They had an all-night grad party where they you went to a lock-in so that no one went out and got drunk and drove oh, and all that shit. Yeah. So you're but just it, pregnant for college? Yeah, right. <laughs> but it was all like, um, it was chaperoned and shit. It wasn't like, you know, you couldn't get away from the crowds they had like little mm. carnival games and shit but no other than that i've never i've never went to church so i guess i never had this crazy church sex i didn't either i stayed in my sleeping bag i was zipped up <laughs> like a proper young christian girl zip i yeah. am zipped in my sleeping bag and the lord is between us i'm gonna need you to back away <laughs> get your filthy paws away from my christian draws <laughs> Trash can full of used condoms. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, you know the about the church, you know the thing about the church locking that's probably the worst of all. Tell us, please. No condoms. That's what I said. No prophylaxis. Like you nope. can't. That's not good. You're not nope. gonna Nope. Nope. The Lord will be your protector. Right. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, <laughs> Let the Lord decide. <laughs> there's a thing. There's a a thought of this isn't happening, even though it is happening. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Disgu I want to say disgusting, but you know, if if you follow me on Facebook, you know exactly how I feel about evangelical Christians at this point. I can sum it up one word: gross. The reason why I feel like this because I grew up with these motherfuckers. I know what the fuck they are. Charity knows what they are. I grew up. Oh, I was not non-denominational. Non Don't let me in with you. Well, here's the thing. Here, but here's the thing: that goddamn non-denominational. Well, being evangelical, it's the same it's exact bullshit. shit. You it just is. take away maybe the snakes, you know? Maybe the snakes. There were no snakes or tongues, but like right. everything well, else. We had tongues and non-denominational. We had tongues. We were non-denominational Pentecost. There's, that's the tongues. Yeah. So people yeah. literally start speaking in tongues in church? Yes. Yeah. They caught the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, and yeah. would just start yeah. having a seizure, yeah. basically. Yes. Well. Wow. Yeah. They just start singing Michael Jackson's Mama Say, Mama Sama. That's all. That's, all. <laughs> that's like yeah. they're sketching. Yeah. yeah. So we, I grew up with that, you know. So I don't have much respect for it at all. That's why I love that bit that Bird does about uh, leaving the Catholic Church. He's like, he said it's like with the guys who do that curling, the guy with the stone who just lets the stone go and just, <laughs> so that's what I felt about the Catholic church. I just let it go and it just drifted away, you know? Yeah. The, I, I picked up on the Catholic stuff. You know, my parents were very religious, but you know, we just, when you're in Latin America and you just have to go to Catholic shit all the time. And when I was like 12, 13, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they do this at Catholic churches here, but in the middle of, of like mass, you do this part in Spanish, you go, mi culpa, mi culpa, mi culpa, which literally is banging your chest and going, my fault, my fault, my fault. <laughs> oh. 
self-flagellation. Yeah, you literally yeah. like everybody goes, me cool, but like my fault. And I was like, this guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how you can that's how you control the motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. So you control the motherfucker. And then the next thing you know, you're standing in a church talking about our pastor didn't die from this from this religion yeah. this illness. We're not gonna give his body up. <laughs> Mm-mm, no. Also, you see, in this country, evangelicals, who's the biggest supporter of Trump? Who is it? Those yeah. fools that said he was anointed by God to be in office. Get the fuck out of my whole fuck life. Get out of my yeah. face with that bullshit. And take your particular brand of God, take him with you, please. Yeah, it's some, uh, some dirty shit, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we did a, uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching, we did the barbershop with Reese last night. Oh, I missed it. Joe Claire was on. I wanted to see that. He is a motherfucking beast. I know. <laughs> Which we all know. I don't know if Elena... The worst mom I ever had was following him. You at know, at Trinity? I haven't met him, no. Have you seen him before? Yeah. Yeah, he is a, he is a monster. Everybody he's a hell of a nice guy, but he's a... I mean, he is a monster on stage. He is a motherfucking monster. He told a great story about... Um, playing Kobe one-on-one like a couple days after Kobe went, took Brandy to the prom. Joe used to work at BET. He was uh, okay. BET. He had a lot of, he like, he said, what do you do, Andy? You're like, he didn't do Rap City. He did something else at BET. No, he hosted something, though. I know what it was. He said it last night. He did the oh, sports it was Rap City. Show. He did the sports show. He, he also was on Rap City. For a minute. Yeah. He had a sports show, but he never watched sports. Cause he and I have the same yeah. background. Cause we were like, both of us were in band and choir. We were in high school. He's like, I never watched sports. I never watched sports. I'll keep up with sports. He said, and then they came at him. We're like, uh, we have this idea for a sports show. You know what I think? He was like, yeah, I know everything about yeah. it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> nothing. This was before Google. Mm-hmm. So he would buy like buy magazines and, and shit like that. Just to try, try to educate himself right quick when he was talking to somebody. So, so when he he got to hang out with Kobe, it was right after Kobe took Brandy to the prom, like two days later. Like a young Kobe. And uh, they went and they hung around. They talked about this. Then they went to the court to do some shots of him and Kobe playing one-on-one. And Kobe dunked right in him and put his nuts in his face. <laughs> he said, Kobe put his, his nuts right in my face. He said, because we were playing – that's his shit. I think I hit a shot over Kobe, and Kobe was like, okay, let me show you something what it really looks like. So he brought that arm way back here. And then Brandy was like, he didn't put his nuts in my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that Kobe took him, and he, he bought him a cheesesteak and gave him a pair of them shoes he had with Adidas, some Kobe's that he had to do this. That's hilarious. Yeah, Joe's a beast, man. Joe is yeah. funny as hell. Hey! How are you, little young lady? Look a lot like your mom in that picture. Thank you. Aww. You usually look like Charles. You look a lot like your mom. They're twins. It's uncomfortable. I guess the glasses. <laughs> she said she took a picture of herself the other day and saw her dad. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> we, we've all been seeing it. Yeah. Have you seen the, the, she asked me to Photoshop her head on the rock body. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah, I gotta do some more. It's more that. Watching, watching, like what is happening? What the? Yeah, I was, I was like, where did she get that idea from? She just decided. Walked in my room randomly one morning. She goes, "Mommy, do you think you could Photoshop my head on the rock's body?" Done. I was like, "Of course I can." One hundred. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for the content idea. Appreciate. And there's one where she's in this like. Like shiny suit, like a it almost looks like a Versace shiny oh, suit. Well, yeah, the Versace. Yeah. Yeah. And she looks like Mr. Steal Your Girl. Like it's ridiculous. Bananas. <laughs> I'll t- if you have you seen it, Elena? Yeah, I saw you. I saw the oh, rock okay. one. Okay, I'll I'll send it to you. It's pretty hilarious. But yeah, I got to do some more. I was thinking about this as we were talking on on, on Thursday's podcast. This is for the uh, for the black folks, I guess, on here. Um, what? Thank you. I'll, I'll just cover up. Yeah, me and yeah. Elena will just cover. Yeah, we'll up just we'll just do this. Yeah. What would you 
What would it take to allow someone white to just continuously call you the N-word? Nothing. Joking. There isn't a thing. Joking. No, I don't talk to my family that use that like, like. <laughs> Joking. Sorry? It's just joking. Just you mean joking. like, you're not like acting in a Tarantino movie? You're talking about like real life? Not acting. Right. Acting is a different thing. Okay. Just, just like, joke. I don't play like that. So no, it's not a joke. like that. You don't. No. I stop people that I don't know in the store with their white friends with a whole bunch of nigga, 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 nigga. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna need you say it one more one more time. You got say it again one more time. Certain words, certain. It's not so much the well, it is the word in this case. But I remember I, I checked someone for calling Frankie a bitch one night. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for that. Like hey girl, like hey bitch, like what's up, bitch? I didn't. I didn't know why. Why? Why guy? Yeah. Why guy? You know. <laughs> a comic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A loud one who drinks a lot. Oh, that could be anyone. Hold on. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's a whole list. Okay, let me let me get. almost snapped his foot off in his ass. Um, the one that I can't stand. Nice guy, you know. Uh, oh, I think I know you're talking about. Okay, I don't know. Okay. Me yeah. either, but you should send it in the email chain. Yeah, yeah, I, li- I liked how we did that last time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Like, Andy, Andy definitely knows him. Uh, oh, that's who I thought it would be. Right. <laughs> I mean, you punch him in the Same guy, same guy who told me when I was pregnant that I looked like the kind of girl who would get an abortion. Same guy. Okay, same okay. guy. <laughs> same guy. What does that even wow. mean? What does that look? What is the look? That's what I said. I made a bit out of it because yeah. he was saying wow. it to me, and I was like, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. My face. I just. What's that look like? Trash. I don't that, like. You. I don't know. That Apparently, I look like. like the kind of girl who gets an abortion. And by the way, he doubled down on it when I made it a bit. He was like, "Well, people laugh because they agree," and I was like, "No, they don't." <laughs> That's not at all why they laugh. Yeah. You know how comedy works. That's not how. Oh. <laughs> See what we're missing when comedy's not around? We're missing yeah, all exactly. these conversations. Yeah, shit like this. This it's the only thing I miss. I good. miss you guys in real life. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hugging. Uh, That's uh, it. Me and you us ever part. Just uh, <laughs> hugging. Yeah. I like hugging charity, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't shaken a hand in over two months. What? I don't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I said I like hugging charity. You just you just caught that? Yeah, I was paying attention to Andy because he was speaking. I like, I like hugging a fuller figured woman. Let me just say. Oh, you know, fourteen <laughs> <laughs> body ain't going nowhere. No, no what? My fuller figured woman. Don't rub your hands together like that. That's yeah, you gotta rub the hand. That's the Birdman. Got the Birdman clap. The Birdman. I like to do the I like to do the lip. But... Okay, you just oh, wow. Rub you ruined it. You know, <laughs> then I do my, I do my, uh, my groundhog from my groundhog from Chad, from Caddyshack. Thing. <laughs> exactly. You know what that face is, right? That name that I typed in the chat. If that was a person, it'd be that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sound in my head at the same time. It's mm. yeah. Exactly. I've experienced that. It. I need the sound effects. Mm. No, back away from the camera, Randolph. That is oh my god. <laughs> Don't don't hate Elena. I don't mind a slim woman either, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you don't get a dance. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no dance for that. There's time. <laughs> no, I, the only thing thick girls get that. Mm. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> you gotta bite that lip. You gotta bite that Someone's lip. Five guys, I gotta go. Yeah, I know. We're gonna bring this home. We want to thank everybody for sitting in with us today. Nobody else is here. We want to thank Frankie for coming in. Thank Charity. Thank Elena. We had a great time with you guys. We definitely <laughs> got to have all you guys back again. Thank you for doing the Zoom with us also earlier that you fucking freeloaders missed out on. Fuck you. Yeah. I just checked YouTube and we have, I can still pull up the video on our account, the one that got taken down, yeah. but we have seven days to review our video to determine whether we want to file an appeal. <laughs> to them oh. taking it down I mean, listen, because of a 
content problem. If you want to fuck around with them and just just for shits and giggles to fuck with them, go ahead. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just just problem. For- I'm uh, I'm a doctor uh, of acid. <laughs> <laughs> that was a medicinal tutorial. Just yeah. Them a little bit, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just see where it'll go. I don't know if we can get a humor out of it. I'll yeah, I don't. I don't. Just for fun, where'd you get that? I don't know. Come here, you want to say hi? If I'll do stuff like that, you can come on. Oh, but, I like that. <laughs> that stuff like that just for fun. No, is that one of Hello Kitty's friends? I don't know what this is. Oh. I think it's one of Hello Kitty's friends. I see you. See and you just right squish Can you see your face? A squish now. Ava, how are you? Hi, Ava. They see your face. You got to squat down. It's a squish now. I got, I got a lot of them. Squish. Oh. I love that. that voice is my. Oh, so cute. oh nice. Oh, how cute. I still can't see your face. I don't care. <laughs> I take that back. At the right time. best. Hey, we think you're great. Live your best life, Ava. We do. All right. So we want to thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys for sitting in with us. We appreciate y'all. Next week, bring your instruments. Yeah. I got the acoustic upstairs. We can do this. Oh, I, I can it. actually, I can actually plug my guitar in on this. Me, 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 Zoom, me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to get my uh, piano. Frank, Thrill is gone? What? Um, I don't know, but I could learn it. It's just BB King. Thrill is yeah. gone. Yeah, I can learn that. Yeah, and funk it out. Yeah, I was, was kind of playing. I've been playing around with that last couple of days because blues is fun to play on bass because you can ish, you can improvise. Why so. don't we do something fun musically? Like just do a Zoom. But none of us are good enough at it except you. That's what's hilarious. And I guess <laughs> oh, my piano's a, out of tune. Yeah, because Charity has a background in this. No, <laughs> well, Frank is going to go solo by the end of it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't need you, you know guys. You're holding me back. Shut up. I'll take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Look into a thrill is gone. That's, it's, I will. A, it's a fun song. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. Um, we don't give any. We don't give the freeloaders any of our personal. Shit. I don't give a shit. There's well, no. There's no. Say, y'all missed the the ass battle of the century, and that's what broke asses get. And that's what got us taken down, apparently, off mm-hmm. YouTube. So, and we're not yeah. going to even tell you anymore. Go pay some money. Maybe you'll get blessed with a link. Maybe everybody, everybody yeah. was here was watching. And they was loving it. <laughs> they was loving it. That's what we all. Okay, so you know find all of us. Okay. You know, it was a lot of fun, and we learned something. And we learned That's a little true. bit. Yeah. <laughs> you can find Elena at Elena Blandita on uh, Instagram. Everywhere on Instagram. You can find Charity, Charity Sade, Frankie French. You know me and Randolph Terrence. You know Andy. All right, so let's yeah. run through this. Thank y'all for coming in. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm, I'm Randy Torres. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Right. There's been more jars and pickles. There you yep. go. <laughs> And we've been two, we've been three guys on. Two guys plus two ladies. There's five of us total. And we're out. Three, three girls. Ladies. We're three girls on now. Three girls on. Is that what we're on? Hey, thanks for having us, ladies. You're welcome. Thanks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for having us, jars. <laughs> jars. Oh, the, the, the queen has come in now with her little drummer. So we're four <laughs> girls on now. Yep. Four. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. We appreciate y'all as always. Here she comes. Yo, Jesus Christ. It's too late. You didn't want to be part of this. Bye. 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 Bye.